Welcome back to The Athletic Approach. This week we're back again, this time to talk about goal setting. Something that, you know, seems to get talked about a lot and both in and out of sports, in exercise, in life, in work, but today particularly in sports. Um, it's something that in our realm, in like performance psychology, it's kind of like a, a weird thing because, you know, going into this field, I assumed that this was like a pillar and it is like goal setting is an important factor, but it's not like the end all be all, because I think we can both agree that we've come to find and like research has come to find that traditional like goal setting isn't like a cure-all for everything. And it's not always the right fit for every individual or every team. So it's important to kind of like dive into it and learn about where this stuff fits, where it maybe doesn't, both on a personal level and on like a team level. Mm. Yeah. And like there's so many different types of goals as well. And it's like, yeah, as you said, like individual goals and then there's also team goals. So as an individual, you probably have goals that you want to meet. And sometimes, if not all the individuals are meeting goals, does that affect team goals? But there's the, there's, there's two different, like, sort of lists, let's say, of goals that a team wants to achieve and an individual wants to achieve. But sometimes if you don't believe in that goal, or you're not working on the things that you need to work on to achieve your individual goals, does that then affect kind of what the team go on to then achieve? And I think it's important to realise, though, that while saying that, not every individual is going to cater or buy into goal setting yeah. either, because it's not always going to be for everyone. And that's literally the same thing with every single mental skill like it's not something that's supposed to work for everyone and it's not as you said it's not going to be you know if you tick kind of your small goals like your short-term goals before you reach your long-term goals it's not set in stone like set in stone so you've got to be flexible and like and it's so important to review those goals if you don't kind of achieve what you set out to and I think that's just important to bear in mind is that those goals can change and you have to have sort of the input from from a psych, but also from your coach, from your teammates, from parents. And it kind of gives you this bigger picture of what's expected of you, I think, especially from a coach perspective. But also you know what you need to do. Because if you don't want to achieve these goals, you you won't. Yeah, you have no, like skin in the game there you don't really care which yeah. i've noticed is where a lot of coaches kind of misstep in the goal setting process because like i was saying it is something that everybody you know wants to check the box because it's an important thing and on a surface level it's an easy thing to do for a, a coach they can sit down and say okay we want to you know win 10 games this season and make the playoffs and that's cool. Like a coach can do that. But if the, the athletes have no say in that, what do they care if they win the 10 games or make the playoffs? So from like a team perspective, when you're going to set at the beginning of the year, teams love to, you know, set goals for the year. Great. It gives us something to strive for. But if as a coach, you're going to do that, 
there's a there's a better way to do it by getting the input from everybody within the program mm. getting and figuring out what the athletes feel maybe 10 games isn't enough maybe they want to win 12 maybe 10 is too much and you got to slide that down a little bit but you'll never know if you as the coach just sit down write the goals that you want down and go with those you're missing out on the input of like 20 to 30 athletes who are all going to see it differently and want to achieve different things. So getting effective, like especially team-based season long-term goals, it has to encompass the views and the opinions and the thoughts and the wants of everybody within the program, not just the coach. Mm. And like as well, I think the biggest thing that a coach can help with it, especially within goal setting is the level of challenge that those goals present because they'll know they they will know your ability they'll know what you've got the potential to do but if you yourself are setting goals that are too hard too easy the coach themselves can really help you to kind of put you like guide you in the right direction of what it is that you need to achieve and with that because you can't do it all on your own. Like it is a collaborative thing. And like you can be independent in setting your goals, but it doesn't mean that other people can't have a say because sometimes you need that outside perspective because sometimes you might realize that you do things and you didn't realize that you did, but someone else can like pick up on it. But again, it's nothing negative. It's just to help you to then work on like different things. Um, And yeah, and like, as you said, like it kind of how it then impacts on the team is so important like i mean for example in in dance you're all dancing in sync to be able to kind of win a competition you need to there's other things that that you know that the coach has control of and one of the things is that choreography needs to look good on everyone so if the choreography is too hard then there's no point because some people will look amazing but some people won't and then again you don't have that team on stage that can go on to them winning because it's this consistency that has to be seen with everyone at this team effort um and another thing is is if you don't know the choreo that is very very obvious when you're on stage because again if everyone else is practicing or if everyone's working on the things that they need to work on and you don't you can you can see that because it's all in like the visuals when you dance it's all in like especially in the style of whacking so it's like very kind of like clean lines it's very fast it's very kind of intense and it and it looks so good when everyone's doing the same thing and everyone knows it and everyone's honestly like I'm just thinking (laughs) back to like the last season and it's just amazing and but if you don't work on those sections that you know you need to work on I mean that is a obviously a goal in itself maybe it's not like your standard tick box thing but that is a goal for you to work on a certain section of a routine and if you don't either the choreographer will cut you from that section and you have to stand on the side and like again similar to other other sports you want to dance you don't want to be on the bench you want to kind of do that And it's just, yeah, it's just so important because it is that individual effort that will then pull it off for the team because otherwise, yeah, it is, yeah, that team effort. 
Yeah, everything kind of comes together. Individual goals play into that that team larger goal. And the the great thing, like you were saying about goals being collaborative, is not only are you getting input to set the best goals possible, you're also creating an accountability system for yourself. So if I set personal goals and I come to you for help on like, hey, what do you think of these? Then you also know my goals. So if I'm falling short and I want to kind of just like brush it under the rug and act like it didn't happen, you're there to call me out for it. And be like, hey, your your goal was to be on time to practice and put in full effort and you were late to practice and you really didn't try very hard. Yeah. So you create that like accountability across all levels of a team. Players can hold players accountable. Coaches can hold players. Players can hold coaches accountable. It goes all different directions if we set these goals, you know, effectively and have them done collaboratively. Yeah. Whether whether that be like the short term day of goals, which is one one process or those long term goals like we were talking about. I think long term goals, whether that be season long in sports or, you know, everybody January 1st, you set your new goals. New year, new me, whole thing. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is, those long-term goals are the ones that we talk about a lot. And they're weird because a lot of times those are so far off that if we just set the goal and kind of set it and forget it, it's really hard to achieve it because it's four, six, 12 months away and a lot of stuff happens in that time. Or since we set like a massive goal for ourselves, like, oh, we've got six months to figure it out. It can get really intimidating if we just look at that goal in a vacuum and just say, okay, six months from now, we want to win a national championship and that's it. Like that is a scary, scary feat to take on if we don't put other things in place. Yeah, no, definitely. Because like, as you said about that kind of new year, new me stance, there's nothing more frustrating because you know, like, These people aren't going to stick to these goals. And it's so important. And it kind of goes back to motivation because you need to make sure that you're motivated enough to be able to achieve those goals. Because most people, especially within fitness, they say usually it's like they want to lose X amount of weight in January and they want to, you know, want to achieve this by the end of the year. But why, like, if you really wanted that goal, you would have started in November. Right. Or like September, like you don't need to wait until the new year. Like if you wanted it that much, and if you're motivated yeah. that much, you can do it whenever. Like there's yeah. no point in putting a year on it or wait until like the first of January. Like it's just, it's just. It's kind of an excuse. It's yeah. just an easy way to not get after something because, like you said, you maybe aren't as motivated as you think. So instead, you're kind of just kicking the can down the road until whatever arbitrary date you picked out shows up. Yeah. And it's like sometimes you then have to reflect on kind of, okay, why are you not actually wanting it enough? Or why do you think you want to achieve that? And then it's again, you reflect and reevaluate your goals. Like your goals can change and that's absolutely okay. I mean, that's just life. Like, you know, there's sometimes you, you do have an idea of a career that you wanted to do, but that can change I mean yeah when I was younger I wanted to be an optician because I thought it was really easy to just check people's eyes and just (laughs) choose like glasses for them and you know like the little hot air balloon (laughs) like I thought oh that's so easy and I I wanted to be like an optician but then obviously you grow you learn you realize what you're good at what you 
what you're not so good at, what you enjoy, yeah. what you don't enjoy. And then the, those goals, they then change, those aspirations then change. So when, when you set a goal, it doesn't mean it has to be, it has to be that. And that yeah. comes with like so many different forms of and like different types of goals that you can come across right. in sport and yeah, and just in life. Yeah, if if everybody like as a kid set their goal for their life and never deviated from it, we would have like millions of astronauts <laughs> yeah. and I would be playing second base for the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> very obviously none of that happens yeah. so it's real like that's obviously a drastic example but at any level like goals are very fluid they've got to flow and change especially those long-term ones because so much changes within a time within whatever period of time you're working with that if you're not willing to kind of swallow that pill and be like okay i've got to i've got to move the goalpost here then you're bound to fall short and you're bound to you know not achieve these goals and you not you don't achieve them once then you try it again you don't achieve again you don't achieve and then you're all of a sudden you're in this just downhill spiral of like never getting what you're setting out for yourself which is obviously not beneficial for anybody especially in sports mm. so to kind of help combat that when when i work with teams or with athletes and we set these season-long goals i try to help them develop like a roadmap. So we start at the very end. I'll use that same example where at the end of the season, we want to be national champions. Awesome. Let's do it. Then the next question is, how do we get there? So to, to play in the national championship game, what's the step before that? We've got to win, you know, however many playoff games. Then before that, we've got to have this record in the regular season. Then before that, we've got to be prepared for game one. Before that, we have two months of practice. And then within those practices, we break it down again into like daily things. So how do I show up every single day and do something that's going to push me closer to being a national champion, even though that's four or five months down the road? It, it does a lot. It takes the, the intimidation factor of that long-term goal away, and it helps keep us accountable day by day. Yeah. And those goals can literally, like, as you said, it's like, it's turning up to practice. It's going to the gym. It's doing an extra rep here and there. It's even those little things. If you're consistent, you can then go on to achieve these bigger goals. And so again, going back to what we said earlier, it's not the be all or end all because it's not unheard of for athletes to retire with unfulfilled goals either and 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 it's I think this is quite an interesting area of how do athletes then cope with not achieving these goals yeah. and kind of how they do they you know do they then reflect as a failure or again it's these uncontrollables that can get in the way like why did you have an, like an earlier retirement or why were you not able to reach those goals maybe it wasn't the right team it wasn't the right coach maybe you yourself could have done more or you've done you know but you can have done like the max you can have done that like but it doesn't mean that because you work with a sports psychologist, you set all these goals, you're automatically going to get them. Like that, yeah. that, you know, like it's not, again, it's not this quick fix. It's not this magic wand where suddenly you're going to be champions. And yeah. And again, like I said, yeah, you can, you can retire, you can end sport on a, 
on wishing you were able to achieve these goals and again it's that acceptance of it and kind of what you take from that yeah yeah the the goal setting piece is only like the first step then there's a whole process that follows if you're setting this long-term goal and you've got daily things you need to do that also means you need to have daily reflections on it so Mm -hmm. after each practice sitting down did i show up on time Did I put in full effort? Did I learn a new skill today? Was I coachable? Did I listen to all the feedback I was getting? And being honest with yourself, like you said, the controllable factors, did I handle those controllables and do what I could to put myself up there? Mm. Or were there uncontrollable things going on that caused me to, to not achieve this goal today? And being able to like process all of that is a difficult thing. But once you get like a grasp on it and can do that daily and just make it a habit for yourself Mm. of checking in on your goals, seeing where you're at and adjusting accordingly, then is when you start to make real like visible progress toward whatever goals you're setting. Yeah, literally the two things I was going to say is one thing is the habits is so important is to have that, that consistency because without that consistency, you're less likely then to achieve whatever the goal is, you're less likely to achieve it if you're not being consistent and you've not put those automatic habits in. And the other thing as well is being adaptable. So again, as you said, this like adjusting your goals, you need to be adaptable to these changes that come. And even like, again, so if you want kind of the example earlier that, again, if you wanted to be national champions and you wanted to be undefeated throughout the season, it's how do you not sort of let your ego take over when you, you know, you've won X amount of games, you don't then sit back, but you still go on to achieve the next goal rather than thinking, okay, like I'm done now. Like, you know, like we've got this in the bag and it's like, no, like you need to keep going because if, you know, the a slight slip and then you know it can it can yeah. be over just like that yeah there's there's far more like drawbacks and potential issues you can run into in goal setting than it seems on the surface like like you were saying you think you know you just set out these goals boom we're good to go let's let's go win there's a lot of stuff in between now and then yeah. that has to be accounted for you know like we were saying, checking in on your goals and then handling when it doesn't go well mm-hmm. and being prepared to fail in that context, which is a whole different conversation, you know, <laughs> defining what failure is and yeah. figuring that out for yourself. But understanding on on a personal level and a team-wide level how goal setting works best for you. If you're a team that really, really does thrive having that giant goal that north star to shoot for then that's something you can play into getting everybody's opinions in getting everybody's thoughts in the matter and setting a good goal for the team then that allows the the individual athletes to take that and use it however they need if that means day by day they need to do x y and z or maybe they're not the goal type of people and they're just along for the ride and they're just going to do what they need to do regardless of that, of if it checks that goal box for them that day. 
So goal setting is is a phenomenal tool. It's a really good one to have and use, but if it's the right fit. There's a million goal setting techniques out there, good, bad, ugly, but finding ones that you like and work for you is the the best course of action to actually making progress toward what you want to achieve down the line.